Welcome to Dog Save the People, a show about how dogs make our lives better. My name is John Bartlett, and I am your host. Paula Hernandez is a fashion designer from Mexico City who is based in New York. Paula creates the most beautiful organic knitwear that I've seen in a long time, and her collections are released with the cycles of the moon. While she grew up with dogs, her childhood relationship with them was more casual. It wasn't until she saw the close relationship between her now husband Michael and his dog Dusty that she recognized the potential for a stronger, more meaningful dog and human bond. Now, after building that bond with her own dog Poncho, she appreciates her dog in a new light. Paola, thank you so much for joining us today on Dog Save the People. I'm thrilled to meet another fashion designer. Hi, thank you. Now, where are we speaking to you from? Well, currently I'm at my store here in Williamsburg. And my studio is just like in the back of my store. So basically, Uh. this is the space where I'm always working, creating. I also live in Williamsburg. So this is basically my neighborhood. Oh, that's so nice. That's kind of a dream come true, I think, to be able to walk to work and have your studio and your store kind of all connected. I lived in New York and still do off and on uh, for many years. And I had a shop that was literally two blocks from my home. And to me, that was the fantasy. I could yes. walk my dogs to work, having this very um, neighborhood feel. I think that's such a wonderful experience. Yeah, it feels like we're living in our own kind of like village, like our small town within yeah. the city. Yeah, I yes. really, I really enjoy that. Or have the girls come over. Like it just feels a natural flow between home and work. Very nice. So Paula, you grew up in Mexico. Yep. And did you have dogs growing up? Yeah, in Mexico City, we had several dogs. Yeah, maybe like three dogs while we were growing up. Yeah. But I feel like my experience with dogs at that point was a little different than what it is now. Just because at my parents' house, the dogs would leave outside. So they would play with us, but it was more like outside in the, kind of like in the backyard. Yes. And that's where they would leave. So to me, it was a little bit more separate. The relationship between the dogs and the family felt a little different. And when I moved to New York and I met Michael, he had Dusty. And he had Dusty sleep in his bed. And I was like, what? Your dog sleeps in your bed? I was like shocked. (laughs) (laughs) But... As I got to know them a little more with time, I fell in love with the relationship. I thought it was so special. It felt more like Dusty was part of his family. But I fell in love and I was like, oh, I want a dog too. And then his name came. I was like, oh, his name is going to be Pancho. In New York City, French bulldogs are kind of very popular. So I was like, oh, I want a French bulldog. And then one day we were looking and I saw a photo of Pancho and I was like, that's it. I had just moved to New York a year before that. So Pancho became my family here and he would go with me to work. And then he was a tiny puppy. So he would be in my lap as I was like typing on my computer. Yes. So, I mean, he's been with me for everything. Even when I used to travel to Mexico City a lot, he would come with me like back and forth. Soon after Michael and I got engaged and we got married. So then Pancho and Dusty became part of like our family. And I read that they were in your wedding. 
we actually had two weddings. We had one in Greenpoint here in Brooklyn. Yes. That was her civil wedding. And they didn't come to that one. Right. <laughs> but they came to the one in Mexico City, which was the spiritual wedding. We got married with a shaman and all our friends from New York flew into Mexico. And my friends from Mexico were there and my family. Yeah. Then when we had kids, I feel like my relationship with Pancho evolved a little bit just because I needed to also pay attention to the girls of course. when they were babies. They needed a lot of my time. But Pancho has always been, yeah, really patient with that. He loves them too. Now, do you feel like Pancho helped you to prepare for motherhood in any way? Yes, he is my first baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, just yeah, having the responsibility of taking care of him, even like going out, I always needed to be mindful of the fact that I needed to go home to walk him. It's not like when you don't have dogs or kids, you just go from one place to the other. And, right. But here you need to really think, okay, I need to go back home, walk the dog, and then give them dinner or whatever, and then I can go out. And Pancho comes to work with you? Yes. He has um, a yoga mat, and he sits next to me knitting. Oh, I love it. And so, Paola, we spoke a little bit before we started recording just about your work. You know, I study sociology and then I'm like, but I love fashion. So I wanted to study fashion. And it, to me, it made total sense. It was a total connection and probably for you, too, in a way with philosophy. Yeah, totally. I mean, when I decided to study philosophy, it was just because I, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. I feel like when you decide what you're going to study in college, it feels like a decision that's going to define your life. So it's yeah. kind of like a, a big one. I don't know. So then since I didn't know, I was like, OK, I just want to study something that can allow me to spend time to know more about humanity, but also yes. know about myself and try to understand my kind of like my purpose in life. And then through that process, I realized that what I really enjoy the most was creating. And I really yes. love creating fashion for people because it becomes a form of expression that's part of their lives. Yeah. Rather than just like an object in a house, which I also love art, but that feels a little bit more separated. I feel like human beings become very involved in fashion. And even with their same pieces, the style can change depending on how they style it. And the piece almost has like a new, kind of like a new conversation. So. Oh, absolutely. My main focus right now is knitwear. And as I was telling you, I am releasing a new product every full moon. So usually on the new moon, I set up an intention and it is usually through meditation that my ideas flow. So then yeah. when I get the idea, then I start working on it. And the time between the new moon and the full moon feels like a good amount of time to develop an idea and then just share it. So oh, I yes. love that. When I'm at work and then I take Pancho out for a walk, it kind of helps me reconnect with the present. And if I was like stuck with an idea or something, it almost helps release that knot that just being with Pancho, just petting him, just walking with him, just taking some breath and yeah, and some sunlight outside. It really changes my experience at that point. It reconnects me to present because it's just with their presence that you can get connected to yourself in a deeper, more mindful way. Absolutely. The only main difference I would say now for Pancho's life is that about three years ago, he started having difficulties with his back legs related to a back problem. He even mm -hmm. had a back surgery that helped him. But then after that, he stopped walking, basically. And he right. doesn't like wearing those wheels that, I mean, he sure. had the option and he's like, I don't like that. 
So now when we go out, he sits on a wagon, but he's really lazy. So he loves it. He's just like laying down like at home or at work and in his wagon. So he's, he's okay. He's a happy dog. Good. I actually have a three-legged chihuahua who I'd ride around in a stroller. And I never thought I would be that dog dad, but it's actually fantastic. And Rudy, my three-legged chihuahua, loves it. And he can basically, because he's a little bit lazy too. And so (laughs) he just sits there and barks at people and dogs and he enjoys the scenery. And I, now I understand because I would see people wheeling their dogs and strollers around the city. I'm like, what, why? And now I get it. Even though they're not walking and getting exercise, they're still getting so much and they're engaged and they're part of life and they want to be out and see things. Yes. He likes taking some sun. He likes seeing people. (laughs) Yeah, smelling things, taking some sun. So yeah, even though he doesn't walk, he likes going outside just to yeah to connect to nature and to other people. Absolutely. And I think, and I'm sure you had this experience, Paula, having a dog is such an icebreaker. It's such a wonderful way to socialize and to meet people. And people always love to talk to somebody with a dog or people who have dogs. And so it's really one of those wonderful things that to me, I've met so many people either because of their dog or because of my dog. And I, I do think that that is an incredible experience. Yes. I mean, when Pancho is with me, like everyone talks to us. I mean, maybe more to him than me really. But, yes, of course. <laughs> but yes, it's a really nice way to to meet and engage with other people, even just like going on the elevator. I was like, oh, yes. Pancho. Like, yeah. So definitely, I feel like people get, yeah, maybe just more warmed up. Tell me about Dusty. She's a rescue dog, and she's always been really energetic and really loving. She loves to bond with people. Like, it almost feels like she looks at you in your eyes, and she can see your soul. Mm. Her connection to humans is, like, very deep. And it must be so nice for your daughters to be growing up with two dogs in their home. Yes. No, they love it. Like our older daughter, who's four, she really loves drawing. And whenever she draws a picture of the family, she includes the dog. So it's like the four of us plus the two dogs. Magic. So I feel like for them, it's just like a natural connection. I love it. Did your relationship change or did your schedule change when the pandemic hit? We decided to go to Long Island. We we mm. have um, a small house. Pancho and the girls were really good at almost just reminding us that life was just us, just the family yes. at that point. Instead of like being all worried about the whole world, it's more like let's focus on us. And it was really a time about just being together. Beautiful. I love that. So, Paolo, where can we find you on social media? And please tell us where your store is in Williamsburg. My website is paulahernandez.com. On social media, on Twitter and Instagram, I'm also Paula Hernandez. And then my shop here in Williamsburg is on 101 Grand Street between White and Berry. Okay. I'm a huge fan of your work. I think it's so beautiful. And your story about Pancho and Dusty and Michael and, and your family. It's a really inspiring story for us to be able to share on dog save the people so thank you so much for joining us thank you it was such a pleasure talking to paula fashion designer to fashion designer and i love when i hear about someone who has incorporated their dog into their creative life it was also interesting to hear about paula's trajectory with dogs and how the way her family in mexico city interacted with dogs had made her think about them within a family context in a much more separated way 
only now to be completely flipped once she saw how special it could be. I know for me as a kid, dogs had a very different kind of role in our lives growing up. We would basically let open the door, let them out, let them wander the streets in our neighborhood, and then they would come back home for dinner. But it was a different time in the world. And now as I've gotten older, I've also realized dogs truly are part of our families. I know my dog, Hug and Rudy, are truly part of mine. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dog Save the People, a podcast about how dogs make our lives better. This show is made by As It Should Be, a production company and content studio. It is made with the support of Scott Benaglio, executive producer, and Jack Summer, our producer and editor. And special thanks to Daniel Lampert, our neighbor and composer, for creating the music for the show. You can follow Dog Save the People on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like this show, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow our show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. To sign up for our monthly email newsletter, you can go to dogsavethepeople.com. On the website, you'll also be able to find merch in our new online gift shop. This includes shirts from the Tiny Tim Rescue Fund, my foundation, where profits go to supporting independent rescues and shelters. If you have any questions or submissions, please drop a note to the email address bark at dogsavethepeople.com. Enjoy a walk with your dog outside and make it a great day for both of you. Thank you.